Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Should Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? It's Burry, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. Hey, ladies, this is the best show that's out there. You know why? Because I am going across America in my RV, and I am down in Naples right now, and I am meeting the most interesting people. You all know that I have interviewed radio guests, international speakers, book authors, but I am meeting the most fabulous people on this trip that I decided to do an on-the-road segment, and I am here with wonderful Mark. Mark, thank you for joining us. And would you say your last name for me correctly? Mark Kyatt. 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 Like a kayak, but with a T on the end. Or like a Hyatt house with a K on it. Oh, I like that. K-H-A-Y-A-T. So like Hyatt house, Yeah. put a K on it. I love it. And would you spell it for our listeners? K-H-A-Y-A-T as in Tom. I love it. I love it, Mark. And so Mark and I have had a chance to sit down and talk quite often, actually. And Leah, his beautiful wife, has introduced um, his story to me. And I wanted to bring it to you guys. You know, it's really a story of rising up you know, despite what adversity is in the world. And um, Mark has got a story for us. He is uh, pretty well known. He's actually, when you go to his um, his different restaurants, et cetera, you'll be able to see all of the wonderful companies that they have, the businesses that they have. But I did first want to make sure that I read an excerpt just to whet your appetite a little bit of what he had written to Mr. Reeves, correct? Christopher Reeves, yes. Christopher Reeves. And it really spoke um, to my heart. So if you would bear with me just a minute, I'm going to read it. Sure. And if you want me to give you a little background on that. Would you? Yeah. So I was driving home from one of my clubs. We had nightclubs at the time at two o'clock in the morning and I was listening to the radio and also the news came on and they said that Christopher Reeves had this terrible accident. I went home and it must have been three o'clock in the morning by that time. And I just jumped on my keyboard and I wrote a little thing that I thought was no big deal. And I still don't think it's a big deal and sent it. And then, uh, Reader's Digest uh, published it, and then his wife reached out to me and asked if she could put it in her book. And along, so mine and John Kennedy and a couple others were were, were uh, highlighted there, and it just for some reason it resonated very well with them. You know what? It is. It's just meaningful. So I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Dear Mr. Reeve, six years ago, the last thing I used my legs for was to hit my brakes. From the night my life changed so much, I didn't think I could do it. I received letters like this in the hospital and hated the people who tried to tell me everything was going to be okay. I was in the prime of my life, 29 years old. I owned two restaurants and had the best cars, a big house, and all the toys. And in the split second of all, that was useless. I went to therapy every day for a year and swore I would beat this. But every injury is different, and mine didn't turn out to be a success story. I cried and cried till one day I couldn't cry anymore, and I started to live with it. It's not easy. I still have some bad days, but I found out one thing that most people don't know. Listeners, I want you to listen up. I found how to be a whole person. Cars and money were not the important thing anymore. Just being a good person and taking each day the best I could made me happy. 
I have become an inspiration for so many people who can run and jump. And I am writing this letter to let you know that it's guys like you and me who have to keep our chins up to help not only those with disabilities, but even more so people who are not disabled so that they realize just how good they have it. There is a happy ending to my story. And we're going to share about that in just a minute. And we're going to share about his life, his restaurants, his family. So stay tuned friends, but I want you to welcome Mark with me. Thank you, Mark, again, for joining us. My pleasure, Shug. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on your show. You're like a rock star in this. Am I? Or, yeah. In the RV world. That, hey no, people. I was thinking in the radio world <laughs> for well, all women. You know, we have had some really interesting guests on and I love, people's stories. That's what I love. The people, I call them God appointments, Mark, you know, God brings us together. He gives us an opportunity to hear each other's stories. And I know that this is a story, you guys, of a guy who has risen above the adversity, the challenges, the difficulties, and he's going to share with us in detail about his story. So I really want you guys to stay tuned and to listen. Now, before we get that far, I want to share a little bit about the end of the story, not at the word, the very end, but Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your businesses and about your family all right well i'm very fortunate i've got a a wife which we need to talk about and how i finally got to come out into the public again i kind of went in hiding after my accident and my wife was key in that but um so i have a great wife i got two children 36 34 i've got four grandkids two three-year-olds, one six-month-year-old, and a six-year-old. Oh, you're blessed. I'm so blessed. And uh, the two boys were born two weeks apart, so they're like uh, tag team wrestling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And you know what I love about you? You, you just, This is what your self-description was. You said that you are a adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I like, I like – to, I like to really push the edge most of the time just because, you know, since my accident, I thought, oh, so many people said you can't do this. You can't do that. I can do whatever I want to do. It might take me a little longer sometimes, usually not. But if it does, I don't care. But I, I've uh, I've conquered the biggest mountains in Aspen. I've been invited to ski the X Games. I, I, I water ski. Um, I've got a trike I, cro- I traveled all across America on. And um, I don't know if you're, if this is uh, also on YouTube. Yes. So we I'll, well, let's just, I'll do the moonwalk. For okay. Quick, all so right. You can see. Check them out, people. All right, there he goes. All right. So you can, I am in a wheelchair. It's just. If you didn't catch that. So they know that. Yep. Yep. So that they're aware of that. This is proof of life. Yep, it is. And you know what I love about Mark is that he did not let this hold him down. Now, granted, this happened a long time ago. You were 29, right? 29 years old. And tell us a little bit about that time. Did you, um, it was a car accident. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, Like I said, Shug, I was, I was living the life of Riley. I had the most successful nightclubs you could possibly imagine. I think at one point I quit counting money and I started weighing it. It, mm. it it just got to the point where um it came too fast too much too soon um and and my background my dad was a minister mm, so I was uh, yeah I was not used to that lifestyle my mom was a hard-working immigrant my dad was brought here as a missionary and and 18 years perfect attendance this and that and then I get thrown into this nightclub business by accident and uh was forced to deal with it and everything that bad came along with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I indulged and, mm-hmm. and uh, which ultimately wound up to making me a better person. Mm-hmm. So you got in a car accident, correct? Correct. And then how long were you in the hospital for? 
Well, I was in the hospital on and off for two years, actually. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was thrown from the car 150 feet and I wasn't really, um, I didn't break my back. The weird thing was I flew so far up in the air like Superman and then ended up falling straight down on my head and it, com- it, it just made my spine condense so hard that one vertebrae popped in. Mm, I'm so sorry. So no, sorry. don't don't be sorry. Yeah, I know, I know, but it sounds so painful. It sounds so painful. Yeah. So, um, help me understand a little bit about the prognosis that they have given you. So, I was uh, when I when I finally woke up and uh, to a room full of doctors. They were playing with my feet and and playing with all parts of my body and saying, "Can you feel this? Can you feel that?" And um, the doctor looked at me and he said, "You're never going to walk again." And I. You know, I was just so stunned, first of all, from the accident, but to hear that, it just, it just too much too soon. I just couldn't comprehend it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we started with first of all therapy and well, no, no, first of all, we put me back together again, a lot of broken bones besides my back. And then uh, I searched for the fix and, and, it, and it took me to LA. It took me to Florida. It took me to Harvard Medical School. It took me all over the place with somebody promising or thinking they could fix me. And that's all I focused on. Mm-hmm. That was my focus, not not anything else. But I would I, I can remember going out to the yard sometimes and we have a hill and I jump off my chair and throw let, let, let the chair roll down the hill and I crawl and do whatever I could do to exercise and and get those muscles working. I finally got to where I could walk with some leg braces and um, for maybe a hundred feet. And I found that so unuseful. I'd fall all the time. I couldn't, I couldn't adapt that to work. So, um, so I'd watch, I'd watch my wife take the kids and uh, I missed their, you know, their school plays But take your time. Yeah. So I've missed out a lot of life. And um, excuse me. One second. No, that's OK. Take your time. Take your time. Um, finally, my wife would um, take the kids and then she finally started going back to work. And she said, hey, we can't make a living like this. You can't ignore your business. You can't just sit at home and, and, and go to therapy. And, and she started strapping on these little mini skirts on herself or (laughs) on on herself, not on me. And, and she'd say, stay home, go ahead and stay home. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. And she'd walk out and I, I I just, I couldn't take it. I was like, why, you know, I was so confused on what to do. And then one last night, you know, I saw him going to the school play for the kids Christmas play. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I just, I have to, I can't live in two worlds. So I took those leg braces, I threw them away and I never, ever, ever thought about walking again. And that was the day that I started living. Amen. 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 What role did God take in this process? (sighs) Well, we fought, we fought a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I couldn't understand it. He made me understand it. He knew I was not, doing the right thing. He knew I wasn't a good person at the time. I let success and I let uh, the business I was in 
consume me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and the people I love the most is who I took it out on. And, um, so he, he took me to the woodshed and he gave me my licking and he said, now do you want to start living right? And if you do, you're going to have an unbelievable life. Mm. And, um, and I did. And, and from that day, God's been, uh, right there with me. Amen. That's yeah. such a great testimony. Well, the Lord walks with us during difficult times, waits for us. Oh yeah. He was walking with me. He was, uh, he was, he was giving me a lesson and, mm-hmm. uh, what he really, the lesson that he didn't want me to do is, you know, what, what ends up getting you in trouble the most God will take from you. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, I'm a firm believer in that. I know a lot of cases and, and I could go through one by one people that destroy themselves with their problems. And my problem is where my legs would take me and what I would do and, and how would I, I, how would I use them to be destructive to myself, my family and everything else. So mm-hmm. God just cut me off at the knees and said, you're done. Mm. Time to start looking up. Yeah. Yeah. Looking up at the Lord. Um, you know, and I want you to know, too, ladies um, and gentlemen, you know, from time to time, we might think that God causes this or he creates it. But oftentimes God allows it and he allows it to happen because he knows that he will be glorified in and through it, regardless of what happens in our lives. Sometimes life just happens and then we have to deal with it. And we know that God is with us all the time. But in this instance, you're really feeling it was a lesson from God to say, hey, look up at me. I'm going to be your legs for you and I'm going to help you fly. Oh, absolutely. And I, and a couple of things that, you know, whenever I'd be going through this and I'd always repeat, yeah, though I walked through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. Cause I, I, I wasn't scared, but I didn't know what the future held. And, yeah. and but I knew I had, uh, I, I knew I had some point to this whole nonsense and I couldn't figure it out. Um, my dad used to tell me all the time, child of God, do not fear. And, and, Mm. and, you know, so my dad was with me too. So it was, uh, Hmm. your dad, he loved the Jesus and he gave you a lot of good examples. My dad was the the best. Was he alive when this happened? No, Mm. no, Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. but he was with me. Yeah. Yeah. You could feel his presence. Oh yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad I got a chance to meet you. So I've got some questions that most people normally have who are not disabled or, or who doesn't, you know, if you don't live with someone or you're not familiar with this. So bear with me as I get really elementary with this just okay. for a minute. Are you okay with it? Sure. So many people oftentimes don't know what to say or don't know how to act or, you know, what's the appropriate thing? Is it rude to ask somebody what happened in their life? Um, or is it better to just wait for them to bring it up? What's the appropriate thing to do you know Shug, i really don't mind when somebody says hey what you know what happened i don't like a guy walking through a grocery store and looks at me and goes what happened to you you know oh yeah I, i'd like to know who they are first if i'm mm-hmm. telling them my story or whatever but uh yeah i it's it's not bad at all i think it's it's good uh it's good to know mm-hmm. yeah and then um what is appropriate term is it disabled is it handicapped is it i i don't know you know again i live in a world where I, I know I, I could do more with the handicap world. I, and I try to do as good as I can, but 99% of the time, I don't even know I'm handicapped. So I don't really want to tag like that. Yeah. I, don't, I, I'm just like you or anybody else. I don't feel like you need to do anything special for mm-hmm. me or so I guess if you were going to use a word, I guess, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, handicap 
You're disabled. living in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> You're an adrenaline junkie. We're, we're just, uh, <laughs> I, I have no preference and I really just assume that somebody just treats me like I'm anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I believe people do. At least the people I've seen here, they really just embrace you and love you just the way you are. I as think, we all should. Right. I think that's exactly why I love it here so much. Yeah, yeah, I do. And you guys, just to remind you, we're RVN. And my name is Shugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. And we are going across the road in our RV and we are interviewing all the fascinating people that I'm meeting. I just absolutely love it. Mark is one of them as well. And uh, we are down here at Pelican Lake Motor Coach Resort in our RV. And I have met so many amazing people and Mark is definitely one of them. And so um, let me just jump back into the story again, if I can. Um, How did this, uh, you know, you had shared a little bit about how this impacted your family and your career direction, but you seem unstoppable, Mark. I mean, you really do. When I talk to you, um, I just, you just seem like a guy who's unstoppable. And I know that there was a time that you um, were really battling with this, but what what keeps you going? What keeps you persevering? Um, you know, again, I, I don't think that people know the blessings that they have every day and how lucky they are. Like, I, I work with a lot of people I'm in my restaurants or music venues or whatever. And to see somebody walk by a piece of paper and not pick it up on the floor, you know, God's given you all your faculties, everything. And for, for what people live through every day and not knowing how, how lucky they are mm-hmm. and how fortunate they are that they can just walk up to your and go to the bathroom or, yeah. or whatever they have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I just, I love life so much that I, I, I get up every day and I want another challenge and I want to do more and I want to make a bigger impact. And I just want to be, I want to live every day. Like it's my last. Amen. Yeah. And what a legacy you're leaving for your kids and your grandkids. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's everybody's to follow. And my kids, I'm so lucky are, are just, right on my coattails and they're trying to chase me down and uh it, they're catching up right yeah now. they're having trouble following you because no, you're always doing up. stuff they're, they're they're doing really good they're really uh, you know again blessings right uh, a lot of very successful people or people that are just great people you never know what happened to their kids or something yeah. went wrong mm-hmm. and um i'm so blessed that's not part of my story and if it was I don't know what I, you know. Well, you're such a vibrant guy. I just, you know, just sitting next to you, I just can feel your energy and just your <laughs> excitement for life. And so I want to just change directions just for a minute, if I can. Um, I was reading your uh, history and your bio and what your life is like and everything that's going on in your life. And I just want to d- just take a left-hand turn here just for a minute and talk about you went from really suffering with this and realizing, nope, I'm going to throw away my leg braces. I'm going to start to live life to the fullest. And then I read your bio and you have so many businesses that you're running and just the impact that you're making in Chicago area. I mean, you know, and <laughs> can you just share a little bit? I mean, he's been, you guys, he's been nominated um, and I could go on and on about this, but he's been nominated for having one of the best restaurants, venues, entertainment places in all of America for that matter. So would you share a little bit about what your life is like in Chicago? Well, my life in Chicago, everybody knows about Chicago, right? It's so it's uh, we're starting at a disadvantage, but we, we, we don't let that stop us. Um, we are so fortunate that we've got a great restaurant music venue. We also work outside of our music venue. We do production. If they need a leg of a tour picked up, we do major production outside of our business. But, uh, you know, we've got this little town of 20,000 people. 
and I used to have multiple restaurants and I was going to pack it all in, get out of the business. I kept one of them. I said, let's make this a pet project. Let my kids see how to do this. And, um, you know, this, this, this little town that we live in a 20,000 people. What's the name of the town? Libertyville. And what's the name of the business? Austin Saloon and Eatery. Austin Saloon and Eatery. I just love it. Okay. And so in Austin, you've also got this beautiful venue where people can come in. Bands can come through. It's very well known. Uh, Tell us a little bit, if you would, just for a minute, about the uh, Jenny, wasn't it? Jenny O. Jenny O. Turkey. That's right. What happened there? Well, Jenny O. Turkey came. My salesperson for for that product came to me and they said, Mark, Jenny O. is looking to find the best burger in America. Do you want to, do you want to submit a recipe? I'm like, okay, I will. I'll, I'll cook something up and I'll write it down. And I'll let you know what it is. So I did that. And, um, they said, Mark, you, you made it to the top 10. I was so surprised. And then it went three months between the top 10 people. And we ended up winning across the whole nation. And, um, that's when, uh, <clears throat> Um, one of the TV chefs came out and filmed the whole episode with us. Wow. And then we got printed on 5 million Jenny O turkey labels on their ground beef package and we're sold in grocery stores. I absolutely love it. How American burgers. Yeah. Um, how America Burgers is that what is that That's what it was right. titled? Yeah. And then on five million packages, I just absolutely I, I watched it. You guys, you got to go online. You got to watch it. It's on YouTube, um, and you can see their wonderful restaurant. Can you tell us the name of the restaurant again? Austin Saloon and Eatery in Libertyville, Illinois. AustinSaloon.com, or if you want to check out our venue, ImpactFieldRoom.com. I absolutely love that. Then tell us a little bit about Patio Life. You said that Patio Life is a new venture you're doing. So we we got into. Um, we, 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 three years ago, I got very serious about trying, I added up the days that were rain days mm-hmm. in our business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we've got about 62 rain days between May and, and November. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to figure out how to capitalize on that. So we took this pergola, which was a flat roof. And I kept saying, we can't put a hip roof on it. We can't do this. We can't do that. We have to come up with some really good technique or uh, so something high tech that mm-hmm. we can have the sun on some days or sun, no sun. Mm-hmm. So we put a louver roof on and then um, we put uh, shades on that can close up the whole exterior with just one touch of a button, either screens or a 30 mil polymer plastic. The contractor who started the job screwed it up, ended up going, going, it went really, really bad. And so I took it over, I finished it, and the manufacturers of the products called me and said, hey, we want you to, can we call on you to do this at other locations? Yeah. And that's when we got serious about it, so we created Patio Life 365, meaning we can make your patio useful 365 days a year. Now, you guys got to find this. It's patiolife365.com, and it's really cool. If you can see my hands, they showed the roof, and then they can open the roof, or they can withdraw the roof, or they have these screens that go up and down. I think we need some of that stuff here, too. I it's, was... re- it's really cool. The screens, I think, are going to be a big part someday mm-hmm. in this park. And yep. I, yep. So, um, friends, if you want to reach out to me, uh, info at himforher.org. I'm going to have all their logos on there. You can just click on there. You can go right to it. But Mark, I'm so thankful that you came on with me here today. It's been a pleasure, Shug. You are an amazing woman. I, you talk about inspiration. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep pointing at each other, friends. Can we look good together? I hope you find us on YouTube. And again, my name is Sugbury, Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Please send us your topic ideas. And I am going to continue to interview people that I meet on the road. And friends, I want you to know the person you really need to meet is Jesus Christ. If you have not met him already, because I can tell you, he can be your strength, despite what your weaknesses might be. And Mark, you are a blessing and inspiration to all of us. Well, Shug, you are an amen to what you just said, because you are keeping it alive. Amen. Amen. Friends, you know, I love you over and out. Hey, ladies, this is Sugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies, and each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony how they receive Christ in their life. This is Sugbury. You know I love you. Over and out.